Hey guys, welcome back to Hellmouth Hotline. I'm your host, Rodney Stewart. We're getting on to uh, Season 2, Episode 7 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This one is entitled Lie to Me. Absolutely fantastic little episode. And uh, yes, let's get on to it. So, Legends, uh, this episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer Lie to Me is absolutely fantastic. I love these episodes that have a lot of, you know, not just character building, but a lot of falling in the blanks, more or less. You get quite a bit of that in this episode. And you get a villain in this one that... uh, is incredibly dislikable but by the end of the episode you really sort of feel sorry for this guy and uh, yes uh, just a brilliantly told little episode indeed uh, we get a lot of uh, backstory on Drew Sulla as well in this one um, she is absolutely fantastic Juliet Landau is epic in this role. Anyway, plot-wise, in this episode, uh, at the beginning, in the school hallway, a young man sneaks up behind Buffy and surprises her, and it turns out to be a guy that she was actually in school with in Los Angeles, uh, called Billy Fordham, but she calls him Ford, and uh, she introduces him to the friends while it went Xander and at the bronze later on Ford entertains Willow and Xander with embarrassing stories about Buffy and Angel turns up and Buffy introduces Angel to Ford whom Angel obviously doesn't trust you know the the green-eyed monster starts to show itself an angel in this episode uh, so Buffy and Ford they leave and in the alley behind the bronze Buffy stakes a vampire and she tries to hide it from Ford she sends him back to the the bronze to you know, get her purse for her but uh, he comes back sees her staking this vampire and he reveals that he already knew that she was the slayer um, you know, apparently discovered it before she la- left LA to move to Sunnydale Later on, Angel, he shows up at Willow's bedroom to ask for help tracking down Ford on the internet. And Willow quickly finds that Ford is not actually registered at Sunnydale High, so that raises some alarm bells. But she is uh, in the weird situation where she's helping Angel out, but she is not allowed to tell Buffy. So she has a real hard time, you know, trying to hide the truth from people. Uh, the next night, Buffy and Ford see two vampires running onto the, the campus at the high school. Out of sight of Buffy, Ford holds a stake to the vampire's heart and friends to kill it unless it does what he wants. When Buffy finds Ford again, there's no vampire and he claims to have killed it. Uh, meanwhile, Xander, Willow and Angel visit the Sunset Club that they have tracked down through... Uh, the internet and you know whatever they can find on Ford the only address that she's actually been able to trace back to him the patrons romanticize 
and symbolise vampires whom they refer to as the lonely ones. An angel can't help but scoff. He's seen it before, and you know they're telling themselves bedtime stories about these demons that are, you know, meant to be looked up to and whatnot. They're just, and there's a real funny part in this episode where angels going off and one about you know these guys haven't got a clue what they're talking about. There's no idea what angel or what angels what vampires actually are. You know how they act and. Even how the dress, and at this point, this guy walks past Angel wearing the exact same outfit that he's wearing. So, a nice little bit of comedy thrown in there as well. Uh, Buffy goes back to the library and meets Giles and Miss Calendar. And Buffy sees a picture of Drusilla among Giles's research. Now, I should say at the beginning of the episode, Angel and Drusilla actually meet face to face. Uh, she's about to kill a child at the playground and you know Angel's telling her you know Drusilla you know, take Spike get out of Sunnydale you know I don't want to hurt you and Drusilla's like no you, you can't do that anymore so you, you start to realise that there's a big big history between these two characters at the start of the episode uh, so when like Buffy's had a bit of a you know, green-eyed monster striking herself because of seeing Angel with this unidentified girl at the start of the episode. Giles explains that she was Spike's lover, supposedly killed by an angry mob in Prague. Of course, we already knew that from earlier on in the episode. She's weak. She's been spending the most of this series trying to recover from whatever injuries she picked up before she got to Sunnydale. But Buffy tells uh, Giles that you know, she's still alive, and I've seen her with Angel. Soon a vampire storms out of Giles' study with a book, and Buffy recognises the vampire as the one that Ford said that he had killed. Uh, Ford manages to get himself into Spike's lair and asks to be made a vampire. The idea does not interest Spike until Ford explains that he can give them the slayer and return. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's a great line from Spike in this episode too he's like when Ford asks to be turned to a vampire Angel's like you know I haven't been able to stand you for two minutes you know I can't see you living forever sort of thing uh, anyway uh, Buffy goes to the Sunset Club I'm kind of skipping over a lot of stuff that happens in this episode uh there is a big, big chunk in there when Angel and Buffy finally have a sit down chat about everything that's going on and Angel uh, reveals that him and Willow and Xander have been tracking Ford and he can't be trusted, he's part of a like a secret society that worships vampires uh, there's the whole well, there's a little bit of a chat about the whole trust thing between the two of them and Angel asks Buffy does she love him and she says she loves him but she doesn't think she can trust him and she asks for the truth on Drusilla and Angel says you know the whole time I was an evil vampire I did some 
really, really nasty things. And Drusilla was the worst of it. I didn't just turn her into a vampire. I drove her crazy before I did it. Uh, he killed everyone that she loved and he visited every mental torture that he could on her while she was still a human. And she eventually ran and became an, a nun. And on the day she was taking her, her vows, of her holy vows, uh, to become a nun, uh, he changed her and a vampire. So uh, she is an incredibly, incredibly dangerous vampire that is uh, properly insane. And she's that way because of Angel. Uh, so now Buffy knows everything that's going on. She goes to the Sunset Club where Ford explains that he was counting on Buffy figuring out his plan and Buffy pleads with him to let the other club members go. Uh, Ford interrupts her to tell her that has now this is the part where you know your attitude towards Ford changes. Uh, up to this point you're just like this guy is nothing but a, a complete asshole. But uh you know Buffy has gone off and won the whole speech about you know Spike and the other vampires are going to turn up and Ford has the whole place, like the, the Sunset Club is in a bomb shelter and he's set up the door that once it's locked it can only be opened from the outside and uh, everybody's in there, they're all thinking they're going to be changed into vampires but they, the deal is, Buffy has it worked out, you know, the rest of the people in the club are just cannon fodder for Ford, he's the only one that's going to be changed, and she's like, "You have no idea what's going on." It's like, "It's, it's not going to be you if you're changed." Sort of thing. It's a, a demon sets up shop in your body. You're gone, and it just it has your memories, and it walks off, and you're just you. You go to wherever you're going to go, in the first place. But during this, Ford interrupts her and tells her that he has brain cancer and will be dead within six months. Becoming a vampire is the only way he can avoid death. Uh, he admits to her and the other people will not be changed. Within minutes of sunset, the vampires arrive and immediately begin feeding. Uh, Drusilla is on board with this attack this time. And that is the actually the thing that saves everybody in the room uh, the vampires arrive and start to feed they've bitten a few people but they haven't killed anybody yet Ford attacks Buffy but she knocks him out Buffy overpowers Drusilla and friends the staker Spike immediately orders the other vampires to stop feeding that's his Achilles heel you know, he's super protective of Drusilla and to protect her he stops the attack. Buffy demands he let everybody go, which Spike agrees to. The former vampire worshippers flee, and Buffy follows, and she throws Drusilla back into the bomb shelter under Spike's arms, and she locks the door from the outside, knowing that they can't get out. Ford is still unconscious on the floor. Uh, locking all the vampires inside with him Ford awakens and since he's held up his end of the bargain by luring the slayer demands Spike holds up his end of the bargain to sire him shrugging off his latest defeat 
Spiking did does so but we don't actually discover that to the end of the episode a few nights later uh, Buffy and Giles they're waiting over Ford's grave and Ford's vampire self emerges and Buffy stakes her former friend before wondering sadly if life for her as the Slayer ever gets easier and that's where the the title of the episode comes in lie to me uh, you know she's like asking Jades does it get any easier and Jades is like what do you want me to tell you and she's like lie to me and he's like you know not word for word but you know life is all sunshine and rainbows and everybody lives happily ever after and uh, Buffy says liar and the episode closes out I enjoyed this episode a heck of a lot um, as I say I love the the moments you get where they they start to tie up some of the the threads of the characters a little bit you don't get to find out everything but you get to find out uh, more than what you knew before coming into the episode uh, the, the whole uh, trio of Angel and Spike and Drusilla is a fairly interesting one and uh, I can't wait to get further into this and start discovering more about it because as I did say when the first episode Drusilla and Spike were on it Spike referred to Angel as his sire but if memory serves and literally this I'm trying to just pick it out of the back of my head uh, I do believe there's a flashback sequence in the, the Angel spin-off series where we discover that it was actually Drusilla that sired Spike but in saying that, if Angel sired Drusilla and in turn she sired Spike, you could say, in a way, Angel was the sire of Spike. But it is what it is, uh, you know. I think in a lot of these shows, you know, they maybe don't think they're going to run as far as they're going to go. And then they maybe have to change little bits and pieces of lore further down the line to make whatever they're doing at that point work but uh, you know this is only episode 7 of season 2 of a series that I think they were actually surprised at how well the first season was received because the the movie that it was based upon wasn't it it's a bit of a cult classic now but when it came out it definitely wasn't one of the, the movies you would have thought would have spawned anything after it. So for it to get this far into uh, an actual series is uh, phenomenal. But uh, it was great in this episode to get not just Spike, but Drusilla back in for a little action. And uh, absolutely fantastic. That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Uh, I will see you tomorrow for... Uh, what am I going to be doing tomorrow? The Hammer Collection. Gosh, there's only two things we're doing on this podcast at the moment. How, why did I not remember that? I am an idiot. So, until then, guys, stay safe. Uh, look after yourselves, and I will talk to you all then. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.